Oh, okay. Let's get into it. <laughs> Five years later. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the greatest podcast in the fucking world. Vizangra. Vizangra. Thank you for being with us today. Um, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about being the black sheep of the family. The Kim Kardashian of the family. Black sheeps turns to goats. Period. <laughs> um, before we get into that, I have a story. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. <laughs> uh, I just found out my grandpa was a whore. A, cor- oh. a little corva. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's first it's, episode. My grandpa was a whore. My grandpa was a whore. <laughs> so, um, so I get psychic readings done a lot because I'm Ooh. I'm a crystal bitch. Wait, didn't I tell you I wanted to find an Albanian lady that read cups? Yeah, but the but the guy who does my psychic readings, he's not Albanian. Like he doesn't read Turkish uh, coffee cups. We don't believe them. But I do have a I, <laughs> we need fucking bitch. <laughs> but I do have a lady. I just have to get in contact with her daughter. Well, if one of you's got a lady that you believe and trust in. Honestly, yeah. If you, you know where to if find you read me. Turkish coffee cups very well. Hit our please, line. Please hit our line. Hit our line. I'm I begging. Have, I have a lot of questions for the universe. Um. Anyways, so. <laughs> Back to your grandpa being a whore. <laughs> Back to my grandpa being a whore. <laughs> it runs in the family. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I went bad. to. I, so I frequently go to psychics just because um, when I'm going through certain things in my life, like, and I need answers, I go to psychics. And every time that I go to a psychic, my grandma comes up, like my, my dad's mother and i was wondering i was like why does she constantly show up in my readings like she comes in right away and like she's she tells me exactly what i need to hear and i'm like this is so fucking interesting Wait, i've never done a reading that's not a cup reading so like do they just tell you there's like spirits around you yeah or something? yeah <laughs> they're like oh, shit. spirit is coming through it's your grandmother and i'm like oh fuck <laughs> that bitch always got some shit to yo, say she yo she's <laughs> waiting for me to get a reading she's like bitch i need to tell you something you're not acting right Aww yeah no no it's it's really cute it's really cute but i was wondering like why is she constantly showing up in my readings like there's something that i feel like she needs to tell me or like get through to me right so i was in the car with my dad recently and i just asked him i was like bob like what was your mom like mind you i've only met her like three times (gasps) My dad doesn't talk about his parents. Like me and my dad, we don't have like intimate conversations like that at all. Like mm-hmm. I have to really like get it out of him. And he was telling me that my grandma was like a man and a woman. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean by that? And he was like, well, when I was younger, my dad went to Germany to go work because there wasn't a lot of jobs in Montenegro and there was right. no, there was yeah. an abundance. A lot of people would immigrate. Yeah, they would. So the men would go to Germany, work, and then send money to the family. Mm-hmm. And he told me that my grandpa was actually an alcoholic, a raging alcoholic, and that he would work the entire month in Germany and not send them a fucking penny and instead would use it to drink. So he he was basically saying that my grandma was like the man of the house and the woman of the house because she had no fucking choice. That is so crazy. When we were kind of talking about this week's episode and everything and like I was trying to come up with themes that I wanted to bring up and everything something I always thought about is like we live in this like 
patriarchal like society yeah and like we always think like men have so much power in albania and like all of these things but if i think about it in all of the relationships that have been visible to me throughout my life women are always wearing the pants so this is this is the point of like me bringing up this story um so my dad was telling me that his other friends like in the village like their dads who were in germany would bring the kids to germany um over like the summer break right Mm -hmm. whereas my grandpa wouldn't he would never bring like my dad and his family (gasps) grandpa had a bitch (laughs) yo okay exactly exactly so i was like i was like bob like are you sure that he didn't have like another family in germany and my dad was like no because i'm I'm pretty sure on his deathbed, like he would tell me and I'm like, no, like there has to be a reason. So I, I connected it. I was like, there's something my grandma needs to tell me. And then this information from my dad. So I'm actually going to do like an ancestry DNA test on my dad to see if he has fucking siblings in Germany. Does that come on? I don't know how this. Yeah, I'm, that's how a lot. That's how a lot of people have like found out like long lost siblings and stuff like that. So I'm, and I was saying like this is I'm, like a conspiracy theory that you have. Yeah, well, not really a conspiracy theory. It's just a theory <laughs> that I have. But um, I'm really excited to do it because imagine I get like new aunties and uncles. Like oh, I'm so excited because I don't I like. Thought I thought you didn't fuck with your family. I don't. Fu- <laughs> I don't <laughs> fuck. I don't fuck with my family now. So that's why I'm so excited. I'm like I'm gonna have a More new family. People you don't fuck with? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm excited because it's like it's it's like a it's like a new family. Like imagine imagine if I like meet. Do you think your dad would be down to like meet them and stuff? Yeah, he's he's fully with it. He's like kind of excited about it so Ooh, okay well you definitely have to keep us updated on that yeah i i will bring the results on the podcast <gasps> yeah i think that would be a to. really cool idea but yeah speaking maybe of maybe we'll bring your future families into the podcast i'm excited for a second chance at a new family that i hopefully will fuck with because i don't fuck with the family i have now and we're gonna get into why that is yes <laughs> because right we are the black sheeps of our family so yeah sadly no, not sadly. Gladly. So I, I told my mom uh, what our topic was going to be for this week uh-huh. about being the black sheep. And she was like, what the fuck is that? So I was like, oh, maybe this is like not a universal thing. Like maybe for like immigrants, they're just like, what the fuck does this mean? True. So Let's I actually. Let's break it down for them. Okay. Being the black sheep is used to describe the feeling of being the odd one out or the rebel of the family. Mm-hmm. It means you are a nonconformist, which means you are a free thinker. You think individually the way you like the way you live your life and your beliefs is completely individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and this an example of this is having a political or spiritual views in your family. Um, and another thing is that because you're a nonconformist and you're a free thinker, they make you feel like you are wrong in the way that you think. Mm-hmm. And they ostracize you for it. Another thing is that you challenge tradition, which we do a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, you may be the first in your family to behave a certain way. Uh, for example, if you're gay or trans, you are the first person in your family to kind of bring that identity or into the family or, you know, uh, Another one is you may be the first, I mean, this relates to me, like being the first to go away to college or move out. 
uh, before it's deemed appropriate, before meaning like before you're married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I use the word deemed appropriate, <laughs> but pretty much before you're married, um, you may be the first to not go to college and do something creative like me. Well, I went to college. I just dropped out, but <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a big one. Um, you disassociate from your family. Like you just feel like you don't belong. Maybe you avoid family functions. You avoid family dinners, you know, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. For me, I have to be drunk the whole time because I, I get so much anxiety because I know they're going to like ask me questions and I just like, don't want to answer any questions. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, you don't really care. I don't necessarily relate to that portion where it's like, I feel so uncomfortable being around so many people um, that I can't relate to. Oh, no, it's a major thing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have to pull up to Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) Please hold my hand. (laughs) Um, And then the last sort of point is that you're secretive. So I'm, I mean, I mean this in the way that you avoid saying what you really feel or you avoid saying what you're actually doing. You kind of go off grid. Like no one really knows what you're up to because if me for sure. Yeah. Because it's like, do you really care to know what I'm doing or are you just prying? Yeah. So that's why, that's why I personally am very withdrawn and I don't like people knowing my business. And it's not because I'm trying to be secretive. It's because I know you don't care and I know you're going to question it and it's going to be like this whole thing and whatever. So those are kind of like the elements of what it is to be black sheep. So if you, if you're resonating with any of this, um, just know that you're not alone. <laughs> There's a lot of people who, who are the black sheeps in their family. A hundred percent. So, I mean, with that being said, like what made you feel like you were the black sheep of your family or like when did you start to feel like you were the black sheep yeah for sure I mean I feel like I started feeling this way from a really young age like ever since I was younger I wasn't necessarily like acting like how a girl is supposed to act like I wasn't staying next to my mom to learn how to cook like to this day the only thing I can cook is literally french fries and a fried egg like (laughs) the first couple months of living on my own in New York were rough because of that but like from the from a really young age when girls start to like try to learn how to cook or stay home and clean like that was really not me ever and this might also have something to do with me having an older sister who kind of took that role where yona was like she like grew up with my grandma and knows how to make every single traditional dish there is and like she when she was like 14 years old like she wasn't going outside to play with her friends anymore. It was more so like she was staying home and cleaning and taking care of me while my parents were working. So I do think a lot of that weight did fall on her um, as like being the older daughter in an Albanian household. But I always I always felt like I was just not a part of like the Albanian definition of a of a daughter of a girl. Um, and then especially when I moved to the United States, like I was very grateful to have a mother that insisted, like this was my mom's only goal as being a mom to get me and Yona through like a really good education, um, so that we could have like a good career and be able to take care of ourselves. Like her goal was never like a lot of my friends' moms that were like, you need to get married. You need to get married. Like my mom's always like only statement was like, 
you can't date, you can't get married until you have a good job, which was like doctor, lawyer, all that stuff. <laughs> the basics. Yeah. But um, I was grateful for her to have that. And he almost pushed me to become the black sheep even more, even though when I did become the black sheep, you almost was like, okay, you need to tone it down. That's not what we meant. You know, it's like, yes, we wanted you to be successful and like strong, but like sometimes you're too outspoken or sometimes you're just like going a little too much out of the box. Mm -hmm. Like, so then it gets you in that point where you're like confused. Like, do you not want me to be this person? Do you not want me to be a strong, independent woman and everything that comes with that? It was like contradicting. Yes, very contradicting. And I feel like a lot of that didn't come from my parents. It came from society. Like my parents never had issues with us moving out until it was a problem with like our uncles and our cousins. Like, oh, you're going to let them go live in like a dorm. You know what happens in dorms? Like everybody goes in and out of there. Like you're not going to let them live at home. Like why are you sending them to the best university in the country? when they could go to a university next door and them like living at home their whole life. It was just like a very confusing time growing up because I always felt like I just had so much I could accomplish, but there were so many restrictions put on me to, but also expectations to reach those goals. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. It's just like such a confusing thing. thing to navigate. It's like, yes, you want me to go be like the CEO of a company, but I can't do that if I can't go to the university that I busted my ass to get into. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it was very confusing for me, but I always knew from very, very early on, like I was always way too outspoken. I was always way too loud. Like you would know I was in the room, no matter what room I walked in ever since I've been like six years old I feel like when I actually started to comprehend what that was you would know I was in the room my opinion was always heard my like I never was scared to speak up like and I just knew like something was gonna come out of me from a very young age I've had this feeling that like I'm gonna be that bitch yeah I think I think the same way like it wasn't necessarily something that happened it was always a feeling yes like when I, when I knew that I was a black sheep in my family, I was very, very young and, you know, my parents were conservative in their own ways. But the one thing that I kind of have liberty to do was like, I was allowed to go out and I was allowed to dress the way I wanted. I was allowed to wear like crop tops and little short shorts. My parents never put a restriction on like what I wore. Cause it's for, to them, it was like a, it was like a freedom of expression. It wasn't yeah, anything same. to be like I actually sexualized used fashion as a very like way yeah. to express myself. Yeah. But that was completely different from my other cousins. Like mm-hmm. they were, they had to dress very modest. They weren't allowed to wear, you know, provocative things or go out at a young age. So I think that because I was the first to implement that in my family, I was given the role of the rebel. Like I wasn't trying to be rebellious. It was just like everyone just saw what I was doing and thought it was really fucking weird because I was the only one doing it and was just like, oh, she's the rebel. She's the fucking whore. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's so funny that you say that because for me, from a very young age, I've always like been super into fashion. And like that was a way that I really like was able to express myself, but that was the the first way that people outside of my family would notice that I was like the black sheep. Yeah. 
it was the way we like, expressed ourselves wearing, like, outwardly yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and i mean like and besides like expressing myself outwardly i felt like my ideology and my mentality changed a lot it was really prominent when i went to high school you don't know this because you're not from new york but to get into a high school in new york city is very similar to like applying for college mm. they yeah they take your transcripts from middle school and then there's an interview process and then you might Damn, have to new you york. might have to take a test and then like you have to write an essay on site so i ended up getting into a pretty prestigious high school where the curriculum was comparable to that of college. So I was, I was like immersed. Ahead of the game. Yeah, I was immersed into like high level thinking and high level education from 14 years old. So I kind of went from this sheltered lifestyle to being introduced to all of these like academics and like all of these resources that were presented to me. I mean, we were reading books like, like George Orwell and like all of these controversial artists and I rem it was a writing school so my my English classes were very very intense in the sense that we didn't just like write essays and like read books no we like dissected like novels and yeah. we talked about it and I remember every single time that I had left my English class my way of thinking completely evolved so at home it was like you can't do this because you're Albanian. You can't do this because you're a girl. And then when I go to school, it's like they emphasize like feminism and equality and sex right. and like all of these things. And I agreed way more with what was being presented to me in school than what was being presented to me in at home. Yeah. So I felt like I was living two different lives. And then I realized that it had became an issue when I would be having conversations with family members and they would say something like fucked up, like Ooh. they would say something fucked up and I would be like, and it, it would be a man most of the time. And I would be, and I, I would say something and I would challenge him and I, mean they didn't, they did day. not like that. So they didn't like that at all. So not only was I already the fucking like rebel of the family, but now I'm like this outspoken, annoying bitch that like <laughs> challenges everything that everyone says. Yeah, and it's just like, 100%. you know, and I, I want to make a point that I was never like, I was never like shunned from my family. Like, it's not like they were ever like, no, like we're completely rejecting you. It was always a feeling like Same. every time I would say something, every time I would do something, people would comment on it. Mm -hmm. Not in a positive way. Like nobody ever fucking gave my mom a phone call when I accomplished something in my life, but they'd be the first ones oh, to call them up. My gosh. When a your daughter posts percent. a bikini picture, you know what Literally, I mean? Literally, I could not relate yeah. to anything more. And so when I was in high school, I was like... <sighs> Okay, I'm, I'm like ashamed to admit this, but I was like that feminist bitch that like didn't shave her armpits and I was like, fuck yeah, like <laughs> and I would post and I would post like really provocative photos on like the internet. Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, but it was it was I'm saying that as a point to show that like that's how invested I was into what I was learning and that's yeah. how much like I wanted to be an activist mm -hmm. you know so when i first moved to america i was 11 and then um the people that we were living with like the people that like we lived with until we got situated into our own home and like whatever 
they had been in the United States for years and years. So, like, I figured, me with my child brain, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to go live with these people who are, like, Americans. Like, we're going to be living with people who, like, I don't even know if they're going to be speaking Albanian, you know, type of thing. Like, they're going to be so emerged into American culture and, like, they're going to just be so open-minded, all of these things. Came to find out these people were more close-minded than, like, many people in Albania, which was so mind-blowing to me. And these were also the people that when my mom, like, the main reason why we moved to the United States is so that we can get this great education, get get good jobs that we couldn't get in Albania because of, like, the politics situation and everything. But these were also the people that when we got, when my sister and I got into, like, the best university in the United States, they were the ones to be like, well, why would you send your daughter there? Like, they're going to have to live away from home and they're going to be living in dorms and they're going to be like doing whatever they want because you won't be there to like hold their hand throughout the whole situation. And it's like, you've lived in the United States for so long. You would think that the people going away to college would be a normal thing. It just blows my mind that people that have had the opportunity to see so many different things that my family wasn't able to see in Albania still had these like mindsets of like a village in the 1800s in Albania like going away to college was a major thing in my family I was I mean I'm the first person to go to college in my family and I remember my goal was to go to was to go away to college in California. And when I tell you, I was met with like four interventions from like my aunts and uncles sitting my parents down. I'm like, my parents were kind of okay with the idea of me going away to college because they're like, you know, this is what you want to do, whatever. But it was like the influence of my aunts and uncles being like, do you know what she's going to do if she dorms in college? Like, I feel like college is a, a great example for this this sort of topic i mean there are so many other things that kind of go into it like when i went to college i met friends that were very much like me i was almost able to find like like choose my own family Mm -hmm. at that point because i was able to find people that i could relate to people that i could tell my ideas and tell my thoughts to and not feel judged or feel like i was saying something wrong or if i was like like I was in the wrong room. I almost felt like I was able to find like my my circle of people. And most of them had like a very big social media presence. A lot of them were making money off of social media. So I looked at them and I was like, why can I do that? Like, I can do that. I can make this like a second source of income almost in college because I, I was already having a job. But it's like, as soon as I started doing that and like, to grow my numbers on Instagram and like all of these things, all of a sudden everybody had something to say. Like I went from the like why because you were posting like risque photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was over here like posting like a bikini picture or, or like sex sells, posting baby. like a video of me at a college party. I think a lot of the things that we have done personally are very unheard of within our family, and mm-hmm. honestly, from what I know within the Albanian community, so. I don't know to kind of like close it off like what do you think that we can offer people who feel like they're the black sheep of their family right now I just feel like 
you should if you feel that way you should not be scared to feel that way i think you should embrace that it is definitely scary it's definitely scary and like especially when you're going against like a group of people it's like you Mm. against it's like you're getting jumped and especially (laughs) especially if like you are dependent on these group of people it's very hard to have like a different way of life or a different way of thinking because it's like well if i go against the grain like are they're gonna disown me or they're gonna at some point you have to understand that going against the grain does not mean you're not doing what you're in quotes supposed to be doing you're just doing it your own way and that's totally fine because it's your own fucking life like let people live their life yeah i think my best piece of advice is to just live with integrity if you know you're in the position like you know you're the black sheep but maybe you're dependent because let's say you're a minor and you're still living with your family there are opportunities for you like for you it was college Mm -hmm. to go away and fully express yourself how do i i I don't really know how to explain like put it into words but it's like if you know that the people around you are kind of restricting you from living the way you want to live and being the way you want to live plan a life so that you are not dependent on them and that so you can live with your full integrity and don't fucking be ashamed and it is it is a scary thing but you're gonna find people and I know it sounds very peculiar and it yeah. sounds like almost undoable to find like people without it's outside so of your family it's that have so that same true. sort of loyalty. But I'm telling you right now, the friends that I have chosen in my life oh. have been there for me more than a Any single family, family member. A hundred percent. You know, so yeah, just I, I just... I just want people to know, like, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're the black sheep, like, you're really not alone at all. Absolutely not. And I feel like there's so many more things that we can go into as far as this topic goes. I think this is just... we're i feel like this is going to be like a continuous topic because Uh, i know i know that the guests that we plan on having on like have have their own sort of way black sheep yeah (laughs) yeah so so we're definitely going to dive more into this in future episodes i almost feel like this whole podcast is the definition of being a black sheep like all of the topics that we're going to be covering, all of the things that we're going to be talking in one way or another, pull out the idea of you being different, you having ideas about things that don't necessarily relate to your family members or people that you're around, like growing up around. So like in, in conclusion, this whole podcast is black owning sheep. It. Owning, and owning, owning being it. the black sheep. Listen, if you're the black fucking sheep of your family and you're scared and it's, and it's an uncomfortable feeling. You got two bitches right here who are the black sheeps and we're here for you. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, you can find us on all platforms and social media. You can find us on Instagram at Visa and Gra. This will be available on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud maybe, and um, on YouTube. You can see our pretty faces on you YouTube. You can see our pretty faces in watch it with your grandparents and parents and everybody else because there'll yeah. be Albanian subtitles on it. So yes. All right. Well, that being said, cheers, bitches. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We cannot wait to touch on the next topic. We have our little manager in the background here who's telling us, tell them to like, share, subscribe. <laughs> no, that's you. That's me. Okay, okay, okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. I've been waiting to do this. All right. All right. Give us five stars on Apple Music and Spotify. 
if you're watching us our pretty faces on youtube like sh share subscribe i fucked up <laughs> you get the fucking gist of it <laughs> period you know where to find us follow us on instagram comment stay engaged we'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll see you on the next episode ciao, ciao.